All right, guys, it's Wednesday. Well, we're pre-taping. It's actually Tuesday still, but whatever. We're going to pretend it's Wednesday. I'm so confused. I know. Well, it's not hard to do for you, Steve. <laughs> Steve Helms of the Steve Helms Band. He's got six studio albums out there. If you guys, you've heard me say it many, many times, he's the Texas legend. Download, stream everything he's got, and at the end of the quarter, he'll have 67 cents. Woo! Before taxes. Yeah, damn. Before taxes. taxes. They always get you. And, uh, of course, Scott Corbin. Lexington's on. Scott Corbin. Scott <laughs> Corbin with the news from the news chopper. I wish that was your voice. <laughs> That's turning me on. Stop <laughs> <laughs> Flapping them titties. <laughs> yeah. Them man breasts. <laughs> Scott Corbin with news. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool news name, honestly. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty cool news name. It really is eyes in the sky with sky. Sky, the eyes in the sky with sky Corbin. Stealing <laughs> all my catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, let's see. Um, what's up? I'm going to be in Pittsburgh. Uh, I keep saying Pittsburgh, Oakmont, Pennsylvania, hmm. on uh, Friday night. Friday night, and then um, next week. Let me double check that calendar because I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain. The uh, the actually, I've been skipping a whole week. So next week, next week, Steve, I am uh, speaking to a group up in Amarillo. I think it's a, I think it's a closed event. Uh, I'm going to be in Waco, back at the Hippodrome, uh, and I'm bringing uh, Jesse Payton and Dustin Sims with me. And then Steve, we're going to be in Georgetown, Texas, Woo-hoo. on the twelfth, bringing some tunage, some music. You, me, and Ben. Um, again, I'll have 67 cents. You'll, you'll again, <laughs> before taxes. Yes. We're going to be in Georgetown, Texas. Information's at watchchad.com. And then, then the week after that, we go to La Jolla. I keep telling people next week, the week after I'm going to La Jolla. No, it's, yeah. I'm trying to get to that, that pseudo four-day semi-vacation in La Jolla, California. Mm-hmm. It's a gorgeous place. I've heard. That's a gorgeous place. Never been. I've heard it's nice. San Diego, minus the huge homeless population, it's a gorgeous town. Mm -hmm. Uh, They come at you like the Walking Dead. They really (laughs) do kind of travel in a – they kind of flock. It's like they become dormant. Uh, yeah, and then you wake moving. them up. Yeah. You know, it's it's imagine talking about being the news guy or the weatherman. Imagine being the weatherman in San Diego. They don't even give the weather in San Diego. They give the surf report. That's the whole deal. Because I was in San Diego years ago, and I was like, "Why do y'all have weatherman? It's seventy-two degrees every day. Seventy-two seems like a waste of money." Yeah, and it's like we don't do the weather here; we just do the surf report. The surf report's all anybody listens to. Hmm. Somebody will send me a message and correct me. And if you want to do that, do that where ratings are given for podcasts. Go to uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star rating because that's what we review, and uh, or that's what helps us, and that's what we deserve. And then leave us a review about how much you hate me for saying things about San Diego and their surf report. Okay, and their homelessness, and their homelessness, and my taxes, and my taxes, Steve's taxes. Let's let's protest Steve's tax problem. Uh, but don't worry, guys. Um, the uh, you're not African American, though, right? No. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I guess that's a black person. I think by today's vernacular, Kamala and, well, Harris. Even if you're from England, yeah, they're like still African American. Still like, African American. Wait, wait, how's that work? Yeah, if you're a black Canadian, right? You're African American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's how stupid political correctness yep. will get you. Um, play clip number six for me, please, boys. But the numbers are down. They're 
the support is weaker. There was a poll in The Washington Post yeah. not too long ago where uh, how have the Biden-Harris policies affected your life? 49% of black Americans said they've made no difference at all. Are you worried about that? I mean, what, where's the disconnect? Well, that tells me that we have more work to do, which we are doing, which is to inform people about what we have achieved and to also thank them by reminding them that it was because they voted in historic numbers. Black Americans voted in historic numbers. Young voters, his, off the chart, historic numbers in the midst, in the height of a pandemic in 2020. And here's what happened. When they voted, they changed the whole terrain. Steve, let me see if I can unpack this uh, logic. If I said to you, Steve, um, how is your bank account benefited by being on this show today? And you said, uh, my bank account hasn't changed at all. And I said, well, maybe you need to be reminded of how, of how wonderful fr- I am. How freaking great we are. And letting you on this show. And you just need, and, and I, Steve, I also want to say thank you for being on this show. Now, your bank account hasn't changed. Your life hasn't changed one whit. But I need to remind you of the great things we're doing here on this show. And, hadn't changed your life. And, but you remind me a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. I like to remind you. It was great, dude. Like, she started off and I was like, she might say something good. She's like, well, we need to do better at informing them of how good we've done. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing a good. So close. We're not doing a good enough job of bullshitting everyone. Yeah, I, I mean, when you say when you say, I, black Americans, African Americans, to use their phrase, yeah. are saying, "Ah, eh, it hasn't changed our life one bit." Half of them. Well, we are working hard and continuing to work hard, at still not bettering their life. It's just so at funny. All. It's like we're, we're, we need to do better. I at still telling them how good I we're doing. I still believe that the day is coming where black america whatever that is the black community whatever that is i hate those phrases but 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 the the folks who have been so entrenched in democratic policies for so long of keeping you on a government tit and trying to make sure that they keep you in a welfare state and that doesn't matter if you're black or brown or white or whatever but again they have lied consistently Mm-hmm. to the urban community yep. it said if you vote us in we're going to do this and that for you and they don't and she talked about record numbers of voting for african americans their term yeah a record number also voted republican yeah for trump yeah than ever than and for a long time but since the whole ordeal but yeah and see we're starting to see the hispanic community especially in the in the in the rio grande valley of texas where again they are historically voting red because one they're not into the whole uh, mass migration of humans coming across their border nope they're not into the transgender nonsense they're not nope. into the pride nonsense they're family not into, oriented they're family oriented Nuclear family their values oriented. are being mm-hmm. diminished and they see that and they're and, and i think a lot of people regardless of the color of your skin are waking up to the nonsense it, it, listen when oliver stone the filmmaker oliver stone comes out the other day and makes a thing and says i made a mistake mm-hmm. voting for biden um well he doesn't come out and say what his alternative could have been but that's huge these it's, guys are these people are waking it's letting up letting people know that it's okay to say that 
Yeah. Instead of saying, no, I'm standing my ground, even though the the United States is getting worse and worse and worse, I'm happy for my vote. Well, that's yeah. not really how voting works. You should be, <laughs> it should improve the country, not go right. the other way. So if you look at, and I get why people didn't vote for Donald Trump. I, I, I get it. And I will never, I don't care what you throw my way, I will never believe that 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. I do not believe that more blacks voted for Joe Biden than voted for Barack Obama. I don't believe that. In two elections. Yeah, I don't believe that. Do not believe that at Mm -hmm. all. And I mean, you talk about cranking the knob on the algorithm thing way too high. Well, again, we need to do better of showing you of showing you how great we are (laughs) uh but her logic again i want to give her an iq test because i promise you she cannot break 100 that girl is not batting a buck 25 at all and it's this kind of thing uh is what first of all i don't know if they're going to try to impeach joe biden or what but i think one of the fail safes one of the things that kept barack obama safe was they, Joe Biden. they didn't want Joe Biden. Right. And then they give, you know, the good old boy nod to Joe, which is amazing to me that that's the guy, which we knew all along he was going to win the primary and ultimately he was going to be their candidate. And he was going to restore decency to the White House. Mm-hmm. Done uh, great. Fantastic job. Coke. Cocaine naked to titties. Naked people on the lawn. Um, fake mm-hmm. titties, moobs, whatever, on the lawn to, um, you know, million dollars in bribe scandals and uh, all these investigations that are coming out. Um, but um, it, it, what keeps Joe in place is Kamala because she is a dimwit. I mean, worse than the least liked vice president in the history of the country. There's no way she would win a general election. I mean, she would get trounced. You can't even want to like her. No. It's like people that will not see anything negative in anyone they vote for ever with her or like she's not good no she's at anything horrendous she's handed things all the time and then nothing accumulates at all yeah she was ahead of, she wasn't she the border czar and didn't go and didn't go had a layover in el paso call that going right had a layover on her way to wherever mexico city and said that was her visit to the border no it's I not. don't think she knows and, what the word border means. No, and El Paso is whereas El Paso has a lot of problems with with this uh, illegal immigration. Um, uh, it ain't Eagle Pass, mm-hmm. and it's not Del Rio. You know, so uh, she's a moron. Play. Let, let me just prove it to you. Play clip number seven. <laughs> mm. I love Venn diagrams. I love this clip. <laughs> I really do. The three circles, you know, and then they overlap. And so I, Venn diagrams can help you, you sort through. Person, I'm, I'm just kind of an undercover geek. <laughs> yeah, that's an old clip. Still one of my favorites. But she wants you to know that she loves Venn diagrams. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come up with a Venn diagram that describes her lunacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and I like I don't know if we could even, we don't know anything. Just, then it's just a circle. Just a circle. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> It, there's no overlap. Right. It's just one circle. Yeah. It's just a big blob. It looks like an eye test. Oh, uh, but she protects Joe Biden. That's why I don't think they know what to do with this whole impeachment no, they, inquiry. I mean, it's either you got to deal with dementia or just stupidity. Yeah, it's because they know the Democratic Party's in a quandary now. And I would love to know. I, I can't quite see in the future. I've made my speculations of what's going to happen. 
But they can't just get rid of Joe and, and say, well, Joe, Joe's not going to run. They got to get rid of both of them. So I think their best bet is let Joe run the entire course. Let him let him get all the way to the end of the deal. And then Joe's going to come out and be like, that's ah, our sunlight, you know, it's our sunset years. We're going to spend time with our five, no six, no seven grandchildren. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, the thing about Joe is I, I think Joe – does see himself as a family man who loves his family who cares about his family his son's the smartest man he's ever ever seen. known you ever know and so i have no problem believing that joe answered his calls and was willing to do anything even if it is illegal and sells out the country for his, his to benefit his son right i think he was willing to do all of those things in the name of being you know a good loving doting altruistic father sometimes over over loving over so in the words of actually we know that joe's not going to be the guy no so does that mean at the end of his run they're gonna find a way to get him out of there and and she's gonna fill the shoes no. for a month or two no i don't so think she so. can be the first female no. president that, you know i've speculated on that and i've done it on the show here where i've said maybe they'll give her six months to right. make history and that'll just shut her up right and then they'll bring it but here's the thing they better do something because right now whoever is going to be the next person there's a primary election that's got to be. There's a there's a primary that's got to be. And run. they're not even wanting to debate. No. They're not wanting to. I don't no. understand that. Like, how yeah, are you supposed I, to know? Well, you know, it, it, the whole thing with Trump doesn't want to debate either. And people are like, Jules, that's that's hurting Trump. Trump looks like an idiot not doing that. I'm like, well, Biden doesn't want to debate. And they're like, well, he's the incumbent. And I was like, well, Trump is the former president. So, again, your argument doesn't really hold water. They can choose to do whatever it's they like want to do. when Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go through training camp. It's yeah. like, I've done it a hundred times. Yeah, already. exactly. It's like... I sort of know the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Joe doesn't want to debate. He's not going to debate. And who's he going to debate? RFK Jr.? I mean, they're going to continue to right. debunk that guy. Right. They won't even let him speak. So No. no. So... Uh, what's going to happen is Gavin Newsom going to be the guy they're going to get in there. I mean, somebody's got to step up and say, "Hey, we're going to this is going to be the primary candidate." And it's time now. They can't. Now wait is to, the yeah, time. So we already know all the all the right. They're like, starting to get a little bit mm-hmm. more harsh with Joe right mm-hmm. now. So maybe we'll see some escalation on that. But again, I don't think the Republicans who are garbage too. But I don't. I don't think the Republicans in in Congress have the have the balls to go after him on an impeachment thing. They're going to keep going. It's not good for the country. They don't, table's we don't not have, good we for got the country. A few, but not enough. Yeah, not enough to even. There's a few. Yeah. I mean, you you give it to Matt Gates, Chip Roy, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right. Lauren Boebert, uh, some of those. Folks. They're all in, but, but yeah, but the McCarthy's mm-hmm. they they ain't doing anything. But again, I'll tell you what's bad for the country is that bozo talking about her Venn diagrams. <laughs> that, that, you know, and telling you, telling the black community what they need to do to appreciate her more. Maybe she just said Graham and she was talking about the cocaine. She didn't mean <laughs> Venn diagram. She just meant Graham. Yeah. Well, it might not have been hers. Some, you think it was. No, I think it was her husband. Okay. I don't think it was her. I don't think that's her drug of yeah, choice. Weed, I think yeah, the yeah. cocaine was, was uh, Doug's. It was Doug. I, I love I love playing outside of the thinking outside of the box, mm-hmm. but uh, it was thing hunters. is we're allowed to think whatever we want. Could have been yeah for now it could have been Jill's. Mm-hmm. Jill had a little post nasal drip on the porch out there. I saw it. <laughs> we we played it. We saw it. <laughs> All right, guys. Shotguns on the exactly. porch too. Exactly. If you got family and loved ones that depend on you, what are you going to do in a worst case scenario? Uh, you don't want them worrying about money. And a good life insurance plan can give you some peace of mind that if something happens to you, your family will have a safety net to cover mortgage payments, college costs, other expenses. 
and uh, they can get back on their feet and focus on what's most important. A policy genius knows how valuable your time is. That's why their technology makes it easy for you to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks. So, with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $25 per month for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com slash chad or click the link in the description of this show to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash chad. Be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's talk about Houston, Texas for a minute because what is happening there I think is affecting a lot of people across this country and uh, that is particularly Harris County, Texas. And uh, I want to I bring an issue to light here because we're seeing this and when it comes to our elections, when it comes to trusting our elections, when it comes to auditing our elections, it's amazing how the cry for it tends to fall on deaf ears amongst politicians and people who can get something done about it. Uh, Alexandra Mueller is she was a Republican candidate that ran uh, for Harris County judge. Um, I want to welcome her on to the show. Alex, welcome. How are you doing? First of all. Yeah, doing pretty well. And uh, thanks for having me on. So, Well, you know, I you you've got an interesting thing going on. There's Alex. We can see her now. The um, you you've you've called for an audit on the election you you lost quote unquote to one of my least favorite people and certainly least one of my least favorite texans in lena adalgo uh who uh is the democrat who's a harris county judge and you've you've asked for you know the texas secretary of state who is a republican jane mm-hmm. nelson to audit this harris county election what? it seems to fall on deaf ears what is wrong with the republicans in texas what is going on with this audit that's not happening so and that's the thing the audit's already been authorized so i'm just asking them to complete it in months not years mm-hmm. so 2020 harris county had a pretty was supposed to be an extensive forensic audit it wasn't released uh, till the month after my election, so not too helpful uh, there. Yeah. And the kind of gist was because our Texas election code laws, we don't really have any requirement for preservation of evidence. So Harris County, controlled by progressives, just didn't turn over the records. State tried to do an audit. You wait two years, not much to actually be able to audit. Uh, and so they did find some pretty... Uh, egregious violations of kind of chain of custody. But at the end of the day, the report said we didn't really have enough information to audit. So they released that in December 22. Um, Right when we had a new legislative session, um, Abbott appointed Jane Nelson to be Secretary of State. He had already called on an investigation. And what I've been asking, you know, I reach out to pretty much every office holder. What have you guys heard? You know, it's not something that I just decided to try to take a cheap shot to take one. It's this idea that we're literally coming up on a year since the election, and the only kind of definitive report on what happened uh, happens to cite the Astros for a lot of the problems that, you know, hey, we had a championship parade. So, you know, sorry that a lot of these Republican polls didn't get open on time. And I just think it's embarrassing. And 
just from sitting in this, I obviously follow all the public statements and the news clippings. And, you know, there's no shortage of Republican politicians that are willing to be kind of the big man um, and make a tweet. But it's like, you know, a teenage girl can tweet. What I need you to do is put the full weight and power of your office to affect some sort of change or action. Um, And that's what's just frustrating. It's like, oh, yeah, they always talk about Texas Rangers and even Election Day. You can pull there's all all these articles that said, hey, Texas is going to send all these monitors down here because we know we we had a really disastrous primary march. Then Lena issues a press statement. I'm going to get the DOJ down. And at the end of the day, you find out just nobody ever comes. So a lot of tweets, a lot of press releases, and then literally no follow through in a way that would all be effective. And what's been frustrating is just a private citizen. You know, I'm up against Lena Hidalgo's attorneys, unlimited taxpayer. She's using your dime as extremely good legal counsel. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to self-fund, you know, through kind of a little bit of donors and activists, keeping this lawsuit alive that they've been very successful in dragging out. Uh, today was exciting. The first of about 20 election challenges uh, just went to trial, but it just spent nine months and we're getting to our first uh, trial. It's like, what kind of remedy is that? Yeah. Um, and we still don't know what happened. The only government report is from Harris County. Uh, and it said the problems on Election Day were he said, she said game, uh, even though, you know, there's actual records they can cite, but but they haven't. And so th- that's just my point is trying to you know, raise awareness that we need actual leadership. This cannot just be talking points. You know, the election code is the law. Everybody agrees they didn't follow the law. When you don't follow the code, you don't follow the law. Where different kind of people on the spectrum disagree is what was the extent, what was the outcome. And sort of my point is, well, let's just even figure out what happened because it's nine months and it's pretty embarrassing that nobody can actually say, you know, this many polls were turned down, this many opened late. Um, and so that's really, I'm trying to raise awareness because there are very important races coming up and I would not want anyone to be in the position that I was in. Yeah. You know, Alex, and it was a close election. I mean, if you look at the results as they're reported, this was a close election. This was like a fraction of, of a difference here between you and Lena. So there's a lot of people that don't care for Lena. Lena is a power-hungry, attention-seeking person who I don't believe has the best interest in Harris County. We've seen her antics over the years, and it's it's cartoonish in some cases and laughable the way that she tries to position herself and sell herself. So, I, you know, but this isn't a popularity contest in regards to whether we like Lena Hidalgo. This is a thing where you're looking at an election. There are some discrepancies here. There are things that need to be looked at. It's close enough that it should require an audit. And this is Texas. Texas is known for having a GOP stronghold in Austin. But we have rhinos on parade. We're seeing this with everything. The number one in the number one priority of the Texas GOP in this past legislative session was election integrity. And you can't get anybody to move on this thing. What's the deal? I mean, how 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 do we get them to move, Alex? And and I think that's, you know, all of your listeners reading out to their elected office holders. It doesn't matter the name. It's pretty significant how many have told me this is just my problem. Mm. And I'm like, well, you're a Republican in Texas. You represent Harris County. You've got Mm. a piece of it and you need to take ownership. Uh, But the view from a lot of these office holders is this is just something about you. And um, I think if you have that sort of a myopic view, you know, this is how we're going to lose 
uh, Texas, because the Democrats understand the significance of Harris County. You cannot flip the state of Texas just by the numbers Mm -hmm. uh, for the Democrats if they don't hold Harris County. Right. And so by virtue of the counter, if Republicans hold Harris County, there's not enough um, votes in those other cities that they can overtake it. We are the largest county. Yeah. Um, And so while Lena was able to take her whole campaign, hide in the basement, you know, Jill Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Clinton's, all of your kind of B-list Hollywood celebrities, even Jane Fonda, a combat vet, you know, decided to come down Hanoi Jane campaign and block walk against me. Yeah. But, you know, the general mentality of so many Republicans is just, listen, Harris County's unwinnable and it, it really doesn't matter. But there is significance because all of us lost races very tight. You know, some of the judges actually even 400 votes. You know, that is a criminal court judge that instead of having these guys out on felony bonds killing more people, could have been enforcing the law. Every single one of those judicial actual criminal court seats matters. Every day they're not in that seat, that is another person out on bond who never should have been, you know, taking an innocent life. Uh, And instead of having real leaders around us, they just say, well, I'm in an R plus 30 seat, so my seat is safe. And we know Harris County has problems. Who cares? But it's like, well... In 2024, we're going to have a U.S. Senate race. Yeah. You know, having Harris County be competitive and tight, that means we're going to keep a Republican U.S. Senator. Mm -hmm. If Harris County turns into a blowout and Republicans in Harris County vote in the same kind of numbers as Dallas, which is very low, we will lose the state. Yeah. And so even, you know, part of mine is just wanting to show that the state is paying attention. and We're going to make it better. But so far, you know, we just had two really bad elections. The March primary was a disaster. They quite literally lost 10,000 ballots, found them a couple days later, um, thankfully had that administrator, election administrator fired, but then we replaced that uh, that person with somebody just as incompetent, if not more. And that's kind of some of the reasons even I want to go to trials. Like, you know, who found this Clifford Tatum? Here he is, gets plucked out of D.C., only track record, uh, $100,000 in federal tax liens outstanding, and a failed election in D.C., and yet he gets plucked out of D.C., to go run our next election, even though we had two capable um, election uh, officials that could do it. And then, you know, they interviewed across the country and that if you're not seeing that they're tilting things, they're putting their thumb on the scale. Um, you know, I, I just don't know how to communicate that. And some of the things outside of just the blatant election code violations, you know, they moved popular Republican polling stations, yeah. you know, where I personally vote downtown, which is the biggest business center, they moved it and put it on a college. And then right after my election, they open it back. I mean, that's a voting center that had been there for 30 years. Yeah. You know, the one Republican commissioner had like almost 20 percent less of polling locations than the Democrat areas. So all of these kind of little cuts and tweaks, you are intentionally suppressing the vote, aside from just the numerous locations that didn't get ballot paper. Yeah. And if it's Mm -hmm. happening in Harris County, Texas, it's happening all across the country. So, yes. Uh, Alex, keep up the fight. I'm going to encourage people to, to support you, follow you. Uh, we'll put all the information up and make sure that because uh, you are in this fight and uh, you're doing it yourself. And I, I want to say thank you for fighting. Um, this matters. And this matters not just in, in Harris County, not just in Texas, but across the country. It really does. Because because this is something that that conservatives and Republicans nationwide have been been saying, you know, since 2020 they're looking at this thing saying we've got a problem in our elections so thank you for doing what you're doing and uh god bless you thanks for coming on the show alex god bless and appreciate the opportunity thank you we'll talk soon thank you
All right, guys, right now the world's changing in a lot of uncomfortable ways. We've got natural disasters, political and economic disasters, the bottom line. You need to be prepared for anything that happens, and you need to be prepared at a moment's notice because you're not going to get a warning. So the smartest thing you can do is invest in emergency food from preparewithchad.com. Now, right now, mypatriotsupply.com is offering a deep discount on their popular three-month emergency food kit, 25% savings that's an awesome savings uh biggest discount they offer doesn't come along every day so don't pass it up go now grab your 25 percent discount on each three-month kit you need and you need one for every person in your family you will not regret it preparewithchad.com save 25 percent before the sale is over go to preparewithchad.com we'll be right back Welcome back. Uh, Alex Miller, she's doing God's work, honestly. Um, I tell you, Lena Hidalgo in Houston is garbage. It's a garbage human. You heard it here first. Ah, they've heard it. No, no. They've heard it. It's heard it a lot. Every election needs to be audited. Especially every single, now. <laughs> every single one of them. Yeah. And I love how these re-re progressives out there say, "Oh, you guys only want to you only want to question, you know, election integrity when you lose." Um, all we heard when Donald Trump was elected was y'all bitch Phony. about that. Phony, and Phony, not Phony, only yeah. that, you created a whole scandal around it. I love the terminology. There's no evidence of widespread election fraud. Right. Okay. What about the targeted What about the targeted one? Yeah. Cuz they never say they never say it's yeah. There's no fraud. They yeah. never say that. It's just there's no widespread, which is yeah. fine. That's a true statement. Yeah. You know, it's so. not across the country. It's just a shit ton right here. Right. Pull that mic a little closer to you. I like when long cylindrical objects get closer oh, to your mouth. Eighty percent more. And you're too. You're too better? smooth, Steve. Is that better? Can too you hear smooth. me? You got the smooth sounds of Steve Helms. Thank you. Mm. Late night. No, they should audit every single one of them. I've gone so far as to say legally what they should do is every secretary of state in every state should completely get rid of the voter rolls and everybody should have to go re-register. I mean, this is oh, a yeah. freaking nightmare. You should have to go re-register. And let's see how, who's alive. How are dead people going to do that, Chad? Exactly. Well, they'll, they'll, Democrats are trying to find a way. Yep. But but we got we to gotta do it. And I don't trust anybody. I don't trust any politicians. I literally saw video evidence of people going to old people's homes and filling out the voter registration for them. And how many people... And voting for them. Yeah. I have people ask me all the time who say, everywhere I go, they say, are you going to run for governor again? And I said, no. There's no point in it. There's no point in it because the Republican establishment, which is a joke in Texas, but the Republican establishment in Texas is playing their little games and they've established who they want their candidate to be. They're going to pour all the name recognition, push and marketing and and money behind that candidate because they're writing the script and that's what they're trying to control. And uh, there's no point in it. No, you made me think of something like when I was 26, I was in like guitar center put on like king of the blues competitions for Mm -hmm. guitar things i won like the state and then i won like the east and then i went to like the national or whatever and everybody said that i had won and people were like no it's too political you you're not gonna it's too political you're basically saying that it's not fair by saying it's political i never really thought about that before i was a little kid my late grandfather Mm -hmm. um there was this little supermarket in where i grew up in georgia 
And the little guy that was there that was the manager of that thing, every now and then he'd do like a little boat giveaway, like a little 10-foot aluminum mm-hmm. boat, you know? And you had to catch a fish, and you come in there, and you bring your fish, and if you had a big fish, you could register it to win or whatever. I don't remember what the rules were. I mean, I was maybe six years old, seven years old. And it got the GM. He, he loved my grandfather. So we I brought a little fish down there, turned it in, entered the contest. And uh, it, the guy... I found out later on, the guy said, um, they said, yeah, well, it was time for us to pick a winner. He said, you're going to pick until you get the winner. You're going mm-hmm. gonna to pick through them names till you get, <laughs> and I won the boat. He said, you, you're going to pick through them names till you get to the winner. <laughs> it's political. <laughs> Again, it's, it's like, yeah, there's a whole lot of, you know, if a man like Don Huffines in the state of Texas can run the campaign he ran, as a primary opponent, you know, he and I, we debated and did forums all over Allen West. We debated. We did forums all over the state of Texas. But if Don Huffines can, I don't know, his campaign spend $24 million to get 12% of the vote. $24 million in a state election, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of freaking money. And you're only going to get 12% of the vote. There's a problem. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of problems, actually. People don't take civics. People don't pay attention to primary elections. People don't uh, pay attention to anything that's going on. You know, uh, people have said, Chad, brother, you need to do something, not just talk about it. I ran for governor. I was, right. And they were like, oh, why didn't I see your name on the ballot? Because you didn't go and vote. Mm. <laughs> because it was there. It, right. it was you literally there. Enough if you did, I, yeah. I can send you a picture. I wasn't right. supposed to take a picture of the ballot. But, you know, when your name's on the gubernatorial ballot, right. I took a picture. Yeah. It's above your mantle. I took a picture, and and you know, I've I, I guess show you the ballot. It was mm-hmm. on there. You just didn't go, right? And now you're gonna bitch at everybody. You else. just told us you didn't vote. Yeah, people people <laughs> are so disengaged, and then they're gonna bitch about what's going on. So kudos to Alex Miller for fighting back. Yeah, it's, but again, it's too little, too late at this point. When it's you, now you're a year past the election. It's good that she's doing it because I think actually society changes politics. I don't yeah. think politics change society. I think they try, but I think politicians will sell their right. soul once everything turns. And so I'm glad that she's taken action. Yeah, That's I really go back cool. to the um, to the Andrew Breitbart thing that uh, politics <laughs> runs. <laughs> Come on Excuse now. me. COVID. That was nice. Sorry. Where it runs downstream from, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, blowing COVID all over the studio. No. no, Breitbart said that politics runs downstream from culture. Mm-hmm. And I, I would go further as culture runs downstream from religion. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, culture is, culture is what determines where your politics are. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, you got to start with this kind of stuff. You have to actually mm-hmm. say no. You have to have that. And fight back. Yep. So follow Alex Miller. Go find her. Find her cause. Find her case. Figure out what she's doing. Let me see real quick if I can. Um, let's see if I can give you. Did you pop up the uh, Twitter handle? Or it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. I know. Yeah. She's uh, at Alex Miller. M-E-A-L-E-R. At Alex Miller on Twitter. So you keep up with it. There's a lot of information there on her Twitter. So I'm glad she came on. Oh, Steve, you're in trouble, by the way. Uh, play clip number 12 please clip number 12 mm.
You don't want to be a white farmer in South Africa Mm-mm. when he's up there chanting, kill the white farmer. Um, oh, I thought that was a rap concert. No, no that Buster Rhymes has let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's terrible. Thing. So that's uh, quite the rally they got going, Steve, because they're coming after your kind. Well, uh, what's wrong with the farmers? That's a good question. They're white. Probably should have started there. This South African right. thing's been going on for a while. It's, it's happening. Everybody wants to deny it, but it's a lot of stuff. We've had some guests over the years who are South Africans who come and say, yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad. But Yeah, I mean, that looks like, I, I hate the comparison when people do it, but when you're saying kill a breed of people and you're chanting and pointing, that's kind of nazi germany yeah well it's 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 that's that's what happens when the pendulum swings i mean you had apartheid south apartheid south africa persecution of of black south africans on by the part of the whites mm-hmm. and then now you got that this the pendulum has swung right and so they're coming the other way yeah uh guy that works for me uh my guy amjad see a lot of people don't understand i, I got i got this uh middle eastern kid amjad mm-hmm. tell me about him. who works for me and um because I'm such a horrible human being, you know, I hire these college <laughs> students from the Middle East. He goes to Clemson. He's a great kid. And uh, I will come up with ideas every now and then. I'll say, okay, here's a tweet I want to put out. Can you put it on a video or whatever? And then we'll slap it up on Instagram for me. And uh, he texted me when we were having dinner and drinks last night. Mm-hmm. And he said, he sent me that clip. And he goes, do you want to put this on Twitter? You want to say something about this? I said, I'm too many tequilas in to comment on yep. this because this is a delicate one <laughs> gotta be careful what i say here it is but just killing people for just the nationality is just wrong yeah it's just, or skin it, color right or yeah it just, it, but again you got this is a pendulum swinging all right guys uh keeping up with myself here that's uh, also why chad doesn't tweet a lot because he's usually too, too many tequilas in i tweet all the time <laughs> it gets me in trouble that's, what do we that's, call it now that's the x i mean what do you do what's the action you like, still tweet Oh, that makes a lot of sense. It, none of it makes any sense. Uh, you got to clean your guns, guys. It is something you have to do as a responsible gun owner. Don't use the patches. Don't use the rope. Use Barrel Buddy. It's an incredibly new concept, and uh, it compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel. It makes sure to clean the rifling grooves as well. You can match uh, any caliber firearm that you got with their seven different sizes to choose from. They're composed of the polymers that don't leave behind residual uh, particles, so safer as well. So uh, it cleans by scrubbing, cleaning the particulates, then absorbs any remaining residue, buffs the interior surface clean. You can lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning it as well. This is These are the barrel buddies right here. Bam, bam, bam. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, it's an important step in being a responsible gun owner. Clean your guns. Barrel Buddy's a new concept. It's better, it's safer, and it's an incredible way to take care of your firearms. So get some today. I guarantee you're going to love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. Be right back houston astros are playing the cleveland guardians it's a dumb name change houston astros i mean i know we're taping for a different day but they just signed verlander back just got him back the mets just traded to houston justin verlander he's been gone six months (laughs) maybe yeah he's an astro now he always has been. Kind of. Yeah. He should have never left. Yeah. And when I say that, I'm talking about Kate Upton. Yes. You keep that, you keep that in Houston, baby. Ooh. Yeah. That's funny. You keep Kate Upton nearby me, buddy. Anyway, I'm going to the game. And yep. uh, that's a dumb name. 
the Guardians. Guardians. You know why they named them the Cleveland Indians? Because yes. they had three guys that were Indians that were playing right. for them. Chief Wahoo. And they said, hey, we got a bunch of Indians on the team. Yeah, it was. Let's it was name more, it after them. It was more slaying this, the Indian team, and then it became the actual yeah. team. Yeah. It's more in honor. Right. Right. It wasn't negative at all. I know. And Chief Wahoo was like, wahoo, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> really? That's a, the I, reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. And that's, I, I think they should have a, uh, you know, the Washington Caucasians or something like that. Right. I would I'd be, be, like, be so fun. offended. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't be offended at all. Consider well, I'm only I half saw a anyway. comedian the other day said, you know what you should do is, is like rename the pirates. You know what the pirates did? Mm-hmm. You got the Pittsburgh Pirates. They rape and pillage. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can't call them the Indians, but with this guy that's the rapist, right. let's keep that name. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that burns villages and rapes your women let's let's keep that yeah so anyway that was a little side note little side note uh uh devin archer he said that hunter biden called biden hunter biden called joe biden to help sell the brand i don't think any of us are shocked about this no that's not news no it's we really not. know that uh play clip number one there please brandon Mm. This now, Jillian, this is intriguing to our viewers at home. Archer tells the House investigators that Hunter Biden put then VP Biden on a speakerphone more than 20 times to sell, quote, the brand in parentheses in business conversations. And Chad goes on to say that Archer testified that there was a value of adding Hunter Biden to Burisma's board, uh, was the brand, Burisma's the energy company out of Ukraine. Uh, the argument was that then Vice President Joe Biden brought the most value to the brand. There's that phrase yet again. Archer also stated that Burisma would have gone under if not for the brand. Wow. In December of 2015, the owner of Burisma, a gentleman, the CEO who ran the company, placed constant pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from uh, Washington, D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin. Mm. What are you doing for your brand, Steve? Uh, are you building your brand? Are you selling I'm, your brand? I'm trying, but he, we just talked about the weather. Yeah. Yeah. You you actually have a, a song called Talk About Talk the Weather. About the weather. You <laughs> yeah. literally wrote a song we called We need to write, rewrite it, it sounds yeah. like. Talking about the weather. Um <clears throat> just know, Steve, that if you're ever sitting with a potential, you know, somebody that uh maybe wants to hire you for a gig to come out and play music for them or whatever, and you're trying to get top dollar, if you call me on the phone to build the brand, maintain the brand, yes. I'll answer. Thanks, man. You're welcome. I'm here for you. I love you. That's the promise I make to you, son. I know. Yeah. You know, you know that this, this was a prearranged deal. I mean, we could beat this horse to death, but this was a prearranged deal. Joe, his whole thing, because he's an arrogant, pompous ass, his whole thing was, you get him on the phone, I'll sell him. Mm-hmm. I'll close uh, the deal. You know how he is. That's yeah. a very good yeah. impersonation right there. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. Come on, you get man. Him on, you get him on the phone, I, I'll sell him. Mm-hmm. I'll close the deal. It's. Uh, I don't like the double standard comparisons, but... I mean, you had the whole Russia collusion thing with Trump that was forged and made up and pushed. And this, we have evidence after evidence. And they're like, well, it's all hearsay. Yeah. That's a pretty big double standard. We have eyewitnesses. We have all these things. And literally, we just had corrupt organizations forging documents for... A Russia, Russia investigation, and and what is Without Devin Archer? And they're trying to put they tried to put Devin Archer in jail before he could testify. Right. 
I mean, Devin Archer is admittedly Hunter Biden's old best friend. Again, to pick on Steve. Like, if Steve goes on the news and is like, Chad Prather's a piece of shit, and here's what he did when we were out on the road together. Pretty credible witness. Pretty credible witness. Don't do that, Steve. I have have seen some pretty weird shit. (laughs) There's some stuff that happens on the tour bus. What happens on the tour bus stays on the tour bus. All right? (laughs) Stays on the tour bus, Steve. Steve, look me in the eye right now. I can't. I can't do it. If you have anything to say, now is the time. Yeah. Steve? Steve. Steve. Remember that non-disclosure agreement? Yes, I remember. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i like, you know, there's I've had people say things about me. They're not credible witnesses. They're not credible people. Um, but if somebody comes along, I mean, I got people on Twitter who said, Chad Prather is a homophobe. He hates trans people and he's a racist. He's a Nazi and a fascist. I didn't know you saw that I wrote that. Yeah. Well, those people don't know no. me. Those people don't know me. But, you know, if Sky leaves after having a few days with me and dinner and all that kind of stuff hanging out and he goes to his audience tomorrow and is like, I was with Chad for, he really is a racist. <laughs> like, he really does hate gay people, too. Right. Like, yeah, I saw him murder a trans person in a back alley in Dallas. And these are business partners. Business partners. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this is somebody who knows. Now, what is it? Two of them now have come out with, yeah. like, full-blown uh, testimony. The evidence is there. All right. All right. Uh, we don't have anything else. I love it when I'm looking at the thing and it's like, okay, we're, we're just talking for free at this point. I'm, just, talk for free. I'm just basically waiting on the aliens. They're here. I know. I'm waiting That's to the meet whole one. deal. They're here. We're, yeah, the border. <laughs> no, a different one. Different oh. alien. Mm. The, the, different yeah, minor. Yeah, 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 a different yeah, yeah, yeah. minor. Maybe they can find Epstein's client list. Maybe. maybe. so. Maybe. Maybe they were the ones on Epstein's client list. That's some freaky shit. Well, we know that aliens do like to butt diddle, so I saw that on X Files. Really? The the the, the butt, butt diddle? diddle part, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna have to move to the trailer park because those are the only people getting diddled. <laughs> you mean back? To yeah. The trailer park. <laughs> well, growing up in the trailer park, there's certain things you don't worry about, like ghosts, because you, you die, you don't come back to that. No. Yeah. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Mm. Steve Helm, the Texas legend, uh, he is a master at so many things. Bader. Well, I don't know what you do in your private. I was talking about like playing guitar. Oh, I've seen yeah, the, yeah, I've seen it wasn't de- private. I saw it in public. <laughs> I've seen the dexterity with those fingers. Um, if you guys out there, like if, if somewhere around Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Kansas, I don't care where you are. If you're like, you know what? I need somebody to come to my event and play some badass music. Uh, stevehelmsband.com holla at the boy and uh, bring him on pay the man to come to your event he'll probably clean your pool too and all kind of things I can you can I don't want you to have to do that take little Ben with you to play fiddle and uh, let him clean the pool <laughs> he's young he's young we're not young anymore Steve we're not uh, but yeah stevehelmsband.com and, and do go check out all of his uh, albums and uh, of course Sky Corbin you gotta be following Sky at this point in time for the uh, his analysis and entertainment stuff the truth dot Sky Corbin that's his uh, Instagram handle mm-hmm. check it out and uh, keep up the good work we might keep this conversation going we might keep it going 
into yeah. another episode. I'm okay with that. We'll see. You know, there's people just driving down the road and they just listen to our voice and we keep them awake at night while they're delivering stuff. And, you know, God bless our over the road truckers. I'm not truckers. sure there's enough bad things happening in the world for us to talk for another hour. Oh, there's things. Okay. Right. I haven't even scratched the surface, my friend. Oh, man. We could always go back to Kamala. It's almost like you know the future. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Uh, use promo code Chad. Save and watch Chad.com where all the fun stuff is. We will see you tomorrow. Love you. God bless you. Bye.